Welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to discover how traditional business owners are leveraging the power of being a published author to grow their business. Get ready to discover practical and proven ways to enhance your reputation, build trust, and establish authority by authoring your own short, helpful book. On every episode, you'll hear from guest Main Street authors who have successfully authored, published, and leveraged their own book and want you to do the same. Now, here's your host of the Main Street Author Podcast, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome, everybody, to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to inspire local business owners to author, publish, and leverage their own short, helpful books, or shooks as I call them. Today, I'm excited and pleased to be able to have a conversation with yet another long-term friend, colleague, client, business partner, <laughs> uh, all-around very smart lady, very astute businesswoman, Julie Steinbacher. Julie, welcome. Oh, thanks, Mike. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, I know you haven't had a chance to listen to the first couple episodes because I haven't released those yet, but these first couple episodes, it's like the introduction is the same. It's all long-term you know, friends, colleagues that I've uh, interviewed for the start and launch of Main Street Author Podcast. And I think the average uh, length of time I've known everybody so far is at least 10 years. And I know you and I go back over 10 years also. Yeah, we do. It's I, I think it's one of the neatest things about, you know, the journey of my life is being able to interact with people like you. They're just, you know, long-term good friends, um, smart, you know, it's, yeah. it's exciting and inspiring. Yeah, it is. And it really is a, a cool, you know, byproduct of doing the kind of stuff we do and, and having meaningful quality relationships and being able to help each other. So I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I know, again, you're a busy lady, so we're going to jump right in. So Julie, why don't you tell everyone, you, <laughs> we could probably spend a half hour just talking about all your businesses, but why don't you give everyone a, a quick overview of your various businesses? Oh, sure. So um, I am an elder care and estate planning attorney. I have offices in State College in Williamsport. Um, I also own a coaching practice called The Million Dollar Solution, where we um, help attorneys get the lives and practices that they want. Um, I also own a personal care home. Uh, so it's one of my newer adventures. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. I took an old elementary school and turned it into a personal care home. So lots of fun. Yeah. Well, that was a quick, because for all that you're doing, it was a, a good 30-second <laughs> overview. And they're all very complex, very profitable, very successful businesses. I'm always kind of bragging about you and all that you guys do up there uh, in, in Pennsylvania, uh, northern Pennsylvania. You have been a established serial author. I know you've done a lot of books over the years. Um, tell me a little bit about your various books that you've written when you first wrote one and if you don't mind really establish why you decided to you know make the time money energy investment to uh, become an author yeah mike it, you know i think the the first book i wrote was you know back about 2005 2006 and it was really about uh the pennsylvania trust law was changing and i knew at that point in time you know i didn't know as much about marketing as i do now but i knew at that point in time to get out in front of um other attorneys and um, to credential myself with other people that writing a book would be the best thing to do and so you know i did that it took a lot of time and effort um that you know the first book and it was very scholarly um that book it was designed for other attorneys to use um, but it certainly did exactly what I thought would in my practice. 
Um, it really established me as the expert in that in trust law in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, and that was just, you know, really, really helpful to my practice to get referral sources, um, to refer to me um, and make me, you know, um, known as the best in trust law. Right. And can you give a quick overview, Julie, because you've done, I know you've done different types of books and you've written books that you even license to your clients. Um, but give, give the listeners an, kind of a general overview of the various types of books you have authored, published for your law practice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So from there, you know, I did, um, I did other books. Um, one book was a collaborative book with other attorneys that were part of my mastermind group. Um, you know, don't go broke in a nursing home. And the idea of the book was, you know, to be able to, again, credentialize, um, be able to be seen in a different light, um, to use it within our marketing. And so um, at my law practice, we used that. And that was so successful that we did a second collaborative book um, called Planning for the Second Half of Life, you know, what you need to know to, you know, plan for that second half of life. And again, that book was really, really successful. Um, in our office, we track um, our clients, we track how they come to us, you know, whether or not they convert in an initial consultation, we track, you know, their average um, sale from our perspective, you know, what, what did they need and what were they able to, what were we able to convey to them that they needed. Um, and what we really found was like books were it. Books were a fantastic entryway, um, both in getting people into seminars, getting people into our office. Um, and interestingly, what we learned was, you know, we would have more people convert. And, you know, the reason I think for that is they're farther along in the sales cycle because they've read the book, you know, um, and they've read parts of it. Um, and they have a reason now to believe what I'm saying, but also to understand it. And, um, you know, if they're going to put that time and energy into it and they come in to talk to me, um, they're just they're just farther along in the sales cycle. And that was fantastic for us because it allowed us to get rid of some clutter. It allowed us to really just be meeting with people, by and large, that were ready to move forward. Yeah. And I've heard you say that several times. I've been to your events where you've talked about that. I know I once wrote down, you, you were speaking and you said something to the effect of, you know, our best clients have come from my book, which I've heard from other, you know, Main Street business owners turned author that, you know, a lot of times they get some of their best clients, highest value clients that, you know, they start with, you know, a book first uh, you know, introduction. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at first, you know, we really kind of boiled that down. And, you know, at first I thought it was just, well, they're coming from referrals anyways. And that was kind of the first thing we did. But we went back and even tracked people coming out of seminars, you know. So, you know, maybe the the um, flyer that we sent out or the postcard that we sent out said, you know, bring this flyer back and you get a copy of the book. Um, so we tracked, uh, you know, any way they came in, um, even if it was from a different medium first, um, that they then just were, they were better clients. Um, they converted a higher per average client. Um, and I think they were just, again, I think you can just get farther with them because they're open to, um, to hearing what we have to say. And that's so important, you know, for no matter what business people are in, we have to get people who are, you know, in front of us who are just ready to hear what we have to say. Um, and not our defensive or kind of wishy-washy about it. Um, and so I think that's what a book does for us. Yeah, it's interesting you even say that. I just wrote an article for some use, um, and it's called The Power of Undivided Attention. And it's all about the fact that, you know, if, if a reader reads your book, your shook, your short, helpful book, 
you, you essentially have an hour, two hour opportunity to have a conversation with them. And it's, you know, few market, you know, there's very little marketing media that kind of allows that undivided attention, that focus for that period of time. And it's, it's really one of the, you know, sort of hidden benefits of being an author of a book is this notion of that, hey, even if they don't read the whole thing, but with the shook, they can, but even if they don't, there's still this undivided attention. They're focused on your message. So it's, it's interesting to hear you you know, say that. Now, just again, just so I have a better idea and listeners have a better idea, you're almost 15 years as an author. Roughly how many books have you done um, for your practice? About seven wow. uh, different books so that we've done for our practice um, and, or credentialing in some ways of me. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that we have really kind of done full force. Um, you know, I, I think it's, I think more and more in the future, it's going to be even more important um, to get through the clutter and have it be a way that people can get to know, like, and trust you before they, you know, get into the, get into your offices. So um, I think books are really important. I know sometimes people say, oh, that people don't have attention spans, Um, but that doesn't, it doesn't at all matter with the books that we do. Our early books, what we did was we, um, we made them so that they were like, um, could stand alone, different chapters could stand alone, and we made sure they didn't have to read it from beginning to end. But the really neat thing about the shook is kind of gets rid of all that extra effort and all that extra kind of clutter, and it just says, okay, it makes us that are sitting down and writing it to really look at what is the essential message. Um, and then, you know, they can hear that essential message. Um, and so I think it's just, you know, a, a really great formula. And we're seeing that with our Alzheimer's shooks, um, that people are able to sit down and, you know, read them very quickly, digest them. But I think, you know, some of that magic's in, you know, your formula, Mike, for how they're written um, and what goes into them, because it really challenges us not to waste our time and clutter it up with a whole bunch of content, but really think about what is it that this person needs to hear. Um, and I think that that really is beneficial to the potential client that's reading it. Well, I wasn't going to go there just yet, but since you've opened the door, let's uh, well, we can uh, <laughs> shuffle some questions here because I, th- I want to just further drill down that because I was just having a, a meeting outside of Washington, D.C. yesterday with a gentleman and, and we were talking about all this and we all know, and Julie, I'm sure you would concur, both as a business owner and as an astute marketer, that, yeah, I mean, attention spans, shorter, fo- you know, lack of focus, et cetera, et cetera. So having a highly focused message uh, that is you know, chopped up into bite-sized chunks, like a shook is, is a powerful way. It, it gets the person to say, yes, that, that short book is for me. And because it's a short book on a topic that I you know, have uh, either a need for or a want for, I want to read that. And you and I, in, in full disclosure, because not only are you a Main Street author, you've done obviously several books for your Main Street business, but you're also a smart publisher, which is a, means it's a partnership where you and I actually have created, now we're working on our third Shook that we now license to uh, other lawyers. The concept of the Shook, both because you're using them in your practice and we have obviously our joint clients and we know what the feedback is there, I mean, just any other real-world insight about this notion of, A, the development of the Shook from your point of view, and then, you know, B, how it's perceived by your clients, prospects, et cetera? 
Yes, so um, the development of it, I I think um, the way that you have it organized, Mike, works really, really well. I know when I sat down to do the first Shook, I kind of struggled with it, and I was still thinking of, you know, this whole idea of a book and, you know, this, this, you know, A to Z completeness. And, you know, you were able to send to me, you know, some bullet points with, you know, think about this, think about this. And, you know, it just like fell back together. Um, and, and that was really helpful and it really streamlined my process of being able to write it and being able to bring it out of me of what was important, you know, cause I know my business, but sometimes you need a little bit of a map or a road guide, uh, to have somebody tell you, okay, this is what's going to be important from this perspective, you know, these types of things. And I can figure out what they were. So it's really, really helpful. Um, but also, um, in us licensing it, um, to the members, um, I think your process is just phenomenal. Um, you know, uh, the way that you work with the individual authors to deal with, um, you know, what they want specifically state to state, but also what they want um, to make sure um, that their message, that they're heard in their own way, but yet it's still very um, uh, the format is not changed um, and, you know, we're able to uh, get it done, you know, quickly and efficiently. Um, I think that's really, really helpful um, from that perspective. Obviously you like the concept of a short, helpful book, um, but how do you think it's perceived by the, con- the, you know, the consumer, the average consumer? Oh, well, you know, we already, we already hear from our clients, Mike, they're so, so appreciative of it. Um, and people are reading it and they are coming in and they're telling me about what they learned in the shook and, you know, how powerful and helpful it was to them. Um, so, you know, it, that really does work in practice the way that you say that it will, which is, you know, it's a bite-sized piece. It's smaller. Um, it's able to be read, read in, you know, an hour, hour and a half. Um, and that, that's really helpful for people. Um, they desire the information and they're able to consume it. So to me, you know, to be honest with you, whether I got clients out of, out of it or not, I think it's so valuable to be putting out this important information in the world for people. You know, for me, my clients, you know, they are loved ones who have dementia or Alzheimer's um, or their family. Um, they're worried about themselves. And, you know, this is really a really valuable information that we're able to get to them in a medium that they're able to digest and find useful. Now, that obviously is beneficial to me because they then come back for more for us to help them. Um, But even even without that, what we know is that that people are finding the shooks helpful. You know, we're getting thank you notes. Um, You know, you don't get a thank you note from somebody unless it was really helpful um, and powerful for them. So you, you don't get a thank you note when you send someone a brochure is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never gotten a thank yeah. you note for a brochure. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I don't think I have either. Uh, so, and, and listen, you know, there's, there's really something to be thought about when you, you know, that, that kind of a concept. I mean, uh, we've all said, you know, salespeople use brochures, experts use books. And, um, yeah. you know, there, there, there is a, people still place a high value, not only on printed books, but more importantly, on the person who wrote that book. And even today, with all that's going on out there, there's still a perception difference, which is why 15, you know, you're 15 years in to publishing books for your practice and you're still publishing them. So let's, let's segue, Julie, to all the marketing that you're doing. And you are a marketing machine and you help other lawyers be a marketing machine. Can you just give me one or two big strategies that 
where you're shook and your books are important for your practice and how you use them in that capacity? Well, I mean, I can just tell you today, um, earlier today, I was at a, a seminar. I was uh, teaching other, I was teaching CPAs, financial advisors about um, elder law and estate planning. And I was in front of an audience that typically I wouldn't be able to get their, their phone numbers, their addresses. I wouldn't be able to get any follow-up information. I was asked to speak, so it's not my stage. Um, and my job is to go in and do a good job. But really, as an elder law and estate planning attorney, these are my potential referral sources. I want these people to interact with me and know me, and I want a way to follow up with them. So um, one of the things that I did today when I was done speaking, I, you know, talked, you know, I talked about the books in the beginning to credentialize me, um, but I made an offer for um, anybody that was there. If they wanted a copy of my book, they just had to fill out a form where I got their name, address, phone number. Um, I asked them if they wanted on our newsletter list. Um, and, you know, you know, I, um, you know, 75% of the people there requested a book. So now I have a list of 75% of the people and that translates into big stuff for me because they're potential referral sources that I now can develop a relationship with. So that's an example of one of the things that we do. Um, and it really changes it because I can't, I can't sell anything up there. I can't, you know, people are very protective of information, but if, you know, and if I wanted to send out my brochure, nobody would want that, but a book, yeah, they do. And it's not seen as me, you know, being salesy at all. So I love that light that it, that it brings me into. Um, another thing that we do at our office, you know, with the Shooks, you know, I think sometimes with books and Shooks, people just forget the very basics of like press releases, um, just saying, hey, I wrote this book, um, you know, it's out here. Um, and just doing newspaper ads saying, hey, if you want a copy of this book, just, you know, just putting it out into the world is really, really beneficial. Um, we got so much off of the press releases we've di we've done of just people um, responding back and wanting a copy of the book and, and putting it out there. Um, and that, you know, that puts long term, that puts a lot of um, a potential clients, you know, my way. Um, the thing that we, you know, but in marketing, we're always looking at, you know, things we're doing today to develop more relationships and referral sources. But sometimes in businesses, we also want money right now. Um, and what we found is, you know, putting on a postcard, hey, come to the seminar and get a copy of this book. Not only does it increase um, the attendance, but it increases the conversion ratio. And so, you know, we've done seminars with the Shooks. And we got a fantastic return on investment. People came in, they got a copy of the book, they listened to the seminar, they signed up, and they became our clients. Um, and that, so I love, you know, the Shooks can be used both for cred credentialing, you know, branding, you know, long term, but it also can be very direct response. Hey, grab this, do this, you know. You know, at our office, even if somebody refer, requests a book, we're always trying to, we have a script, we're always trying to get them then right there, right when they're requesting it, before they even read it and get it, you know, to do an uh, initial consultation. Not everybody's going to do that, so we have to follow up on. Um, but there, there's some examples of both kind of more credentialing long-term, but also the immediate, I need a client today that's worked really well with us. Yeah, I know you guys do a lot of seminars. I know you feature the uh, shooks in your ad. I mean, you literally picture them in your ads to come to a seminar. As a matter of fact, 
Jeff Giannakovo, who you know, who, uh, who was a previous mm-hmm. Main Street author podcast interview right before you, you know, they do, and you know, Jeff, and they're doing educational seminars, but in the mattress retail space, right? So on our podcast interview, we were talking about you and the fact that you just make that little simple tweak of literally showing, hey, when you come to our uh, seminar, you're going to get this this book and, you know, showing the book in the ad and he, you'll hear it on the interview. He's like, oh, that's a writer down or I'm going to do that. Just that simple like, oh, I should be promoting the fact that A, I'm an author and uh, B, you're going to get this free book when you come to a seminar. It might get uh, a couple of people that maybe wouldn't have come to now, you know, come into that seminar. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you know, we, we also track that not only do they come to the seminar, um, they end up signing up for initial consultations, and then they end up becoming clients. Like, we watch that, um, and I think that's so important. I think sometimes people use marketing that fills rooms for seminars, but it's, they're not ready to buy, and, you know, you don't get a great conversion rate. And, you know, from my perspective, if I'm going to spend my time, I want a great conversion rate. Um, and so I think the manner in which we get them into the room is really, really important. And I've never done anything, and I've tried all kinds of stuff, but I've never done anything that really does it as well as a book. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, and you do a lot. There's a lot of marketing you're doing. Something that you mentioned, which I think is, uh, I, I like to drill down a little deeper also, is this notion of, you know, tapping into local media, press releases. And for example, we did a press release for uh, our joint members, clients for the uh, the uh, Alzheimer's Shooks, because November is what, National Alzheimer's Month? Or National Awareness. Alzheimer's Awareness yes. Awareness Month. Yeah. Right. So it'll be <laughs> yeah, and I'll... go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Well, I mean, the the the, the strategy, and it'll be interesting to hear back from them because uh, we'll hear back from them here shortly. But the strategy of looking at a calendar and tapping into whether it's a month or a week or a day that is associated with the topic of your book, your shook. It's just another way to resurrect interest. It might be six months, 12 months, 18 months after you first publish it. The timeline um, and the value of the asset of a printed, well-thought-out, well-designed book, it's, I mean, it has legs, right? I mean, any comments on that, either the strategy of PR or even the strategy of just the long-term asset value? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the way that you kind of re-energize this. So we have books that we've done years ago, and every once in a while, we re-energize them. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. You know, I can't think of a business where there's not some day of the year, month of the year, week of the year that you could tie with your with your business. And one of the things that I found over the years that is just really um interesting to me, and it's like a little hinge that swings a big door, is that when you use those those types of days and you interact with it, it is easy to get easier to get into your local media. So like, for instance, um, Healthcare Decisions Day is in April of every year. Every year, I'm successful in getting into my newspaper about Healthcare Decisions Day. Now, if I contacted my newspaper on any other day, any other time of the year and said, I want to talk to you about powers of attorneys and guardianship and the importance of doing a power of attorney, they wouldn't even listen to me, Mike. They'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever, Julie, you know. 
But when I contact them and say, hey, it's National Healthcare Decisions Day, and this is why a power of attorney is important, you know, and, and I could add a book to that. By the way, I've written about this. I'm an expert about it. Um, it's, it opens the door to getting free media. Um, you know, it's not guaranteed, but I've been very successful over the years. Um, and so it's that little hinge that you're, you're putting together something that they acknowledge as an important thing which is these days of the year, months of the year, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I kind of laugh about it because there's, you know, there's a day for everything. We used to sit and look at the calendar a whole year in advance and pick out the ones that we wanted to center on. Um, but, you know, there, there's National Love Your Dog Day. Like, you know, you, you, can, you can pick whatever you want, but it really seems to me um, that those types of marketing are just more easily picked up by the local media. Um, and so why not? You know, um, it's a win-win for them because you've written the article and um, you're considered an expert because yeah. you wrote a book. Yeah. Very good. And it is a very smart strategy. So as we kind of think about wrapping up here, a couple just quick questions. Um, again, you've done a lot. You've authored a lot. Uh, so you don't have this problem, but I know I talk to a lot of folks that are, you know, they're not sure where to start. They're, they're, they're afraid. They're not even sure they have enough, you know, content. What advice would you give Julie to a fellow main street business owner who loves the idea of, you know, what we're talking about here, but just, you know, they haven't started yet. Well, I think, you know, first I would tell them to contact you, Mike, uh, and, you know, have a conversation with you about it and, you know, um, and use your formula because that really was what, you know, what did it for me. I mean, I even, before we wrote the show, like I said, I struggled with that. Like what, you know, it was a new topic for me, you know, Alzheimer's planning. Um, but I was really able, you know, your formula, I think works really well. Like, you know, honestly, I took it on a plane with me and on one plane ride, I remember where I was going, I was really able to kind of, you know, bring my thinking into place. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, the, the, the thought from my perspective is, you know, don't be afraid to start it will transform your practice and, you know, work with an expert like you, Mike, um, you know, don't as much as I know my practice and I know the value of books, and I know how to market. What I didn't know was how to put together a shook that will gain results. This isn't just about writing a book. It's about putting something into people's hands. That's going to help them in such a manner that it makes them take action, which is to come back to me. And that's what we really want. Right. We want to help them um, and we want them to come to us so we can even help them more. So the advice I would give is just to call you, Mike. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That wasn't a, that wasn't a, a plan to answer, but I appreciate that. And I, I, listen, I, I think the folks... Well, you know, Mike, I, you know, a lot of people say to me, how do you do everything that you do so successfully? And, you know, from my perspective, um, I surround myself with really talented, brilliant people and I rely on experts. And, you know, that's what I think people should do. Um, and you're certainly the expert in this. And so why, why shouldn't they? You know, don't sit in your office and try to figure it out yourself um, because you're going to be sitting there two months from now figuring it out yourself. And in the meantime, you could have almost gotten the, the shook done and had more clients. So, you know, just to be honest about it, that is how I feel. Yeah, I think I'll have to take that little clip there, that recording, Julie, and send it to all these folks I'm talking to. Because it is it is amazing <laughs> how people will hem and haw and think about it. And I just, even just today, uh, followed up with a prospect. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to wait till next year to do this. And by next year, he didn't mean January, which is a couple months of May. He meant, you know, <laughs> 12 months from now. And I'm thinking, geez, 
how many clients would it take to make this a no-brainer yeah. right now? But um, So I do appreciate that. So if people want to learn more about you, uh, your your elder law practice, and then also your coaching group, where can they find out more about you, Julie? Sure. Um, so for my coaching group, um, it's themilliondollarlawyer.com. Um, and there's a site there. You can learn more information. Um, for my law practice, my um, website is PA, as in Pennsylvania, elder, as an older person, council, C-O-U-N-S-E-L, dot com. So it's paeldercouncil.com. Of course, you can just Google Steinbacher Goodall in your check or go Google me, Julie Steinbacher, and who knows what you'll find. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> All good stuff. All good stuff. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, listen, Julie, I do appreciate your time, your wisdom, your insights, and uh, I hope everyone else uh, took everything that you said to heart and, you know, will get moving on their own uh, publishing empire. Fantastic. I hope so. All right, Julie. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. You've just listened to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast. If you've been on the fence about writing your own book, there's no better time than now to become a Main Street Author. To learn more, visit MainStreetAuthor.com. That's MainStreetAuthor.com. And while you're there, schedule a complimentary strategy session with Mike to discuss your book ideas. See you next time, and remember, you can do this.